Father God, I come before the throne tonight, Father God, to thank you for your son, Jesus. Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit tonight, Father. We thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit that was sent to help us and to comfort us, oh God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that is our intercessor. We thank you that you sent him to be our intercessor, to be our strengthener. And we thank you for him, God. We thank you for Jesus, God, who was sent, God, that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. So we say tonight, thank you, God. We thank you, God, that we are disciples, God, and we honor you. We worship you. We give you praise, honor, and all the glory in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Father, we thank you for it today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I just want to thank God for this opportunity once again to stand before you, his God's precious people. And I pray to God that tonight something is said um, through me that will help you. Um, With all due respect, I would like to say thank God for Pastor Justin allowing me this opportunity to stand before you all tonight and and to be able to speak God's word. Amen? Amen. And so we're, we're continuing talking about becoming a disciple of Jesus. And, and so we want to continue talking about that. And I just want to um, get right into the word on tonight. And I want to start in, in John chapter 8. John chapter 8 and beginning at the 28th verse. It says, Then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. Verse 29. And he sent me. Glory to God. Is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. Do you think we ought to do the same? Yes. So, I do always those things that please him today. And we might say say today, I always do those things that please him. And we, we need to keep in our heart that we are sent by Jesus. Amen? Just like God sent Jesus, he came to send us. And as I get into this, I, I, you, you, I'm going to be asking some questions and you're going to have to think. Because Jesus is sending us. So are you willing to go where he tells you to go? Verse 30 said, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. He said, believed again. So apparently we know that they were believers. Amen. So he said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. 
and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Everybody likes being the being free part. Amen. And this 32nd verse is often quoted by itself. A lot of people know this phrase. And yet you could ask the question, who's going to be set free? Because verse 31 is very specific, isn't it? He didn't even just say all the believers would know the truth and be set free, did he? They were believers. Does being a believer automatically make you a disciple? We've been talking about this in this series. Just because you are a believer does not automatically make you a disciple. Amen? If you continue in my word, the, the implication of that is living in it and doing it. Living by the word. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Those who are serious about being doers of the word. Those who are not casual believers, but those who made the commitment to be a disciple. Those are the ones who are going to learn and experience the truth. Amen? And as they do that, the truth is going to make them free. Thank you, Lord. And tonight, as I, I'm just taking my time, and, and I, I want you to think, because I know that you're going to get something out of this on tonight, because I did. Amen? Now, we've been talking about what is a disciple. We've been talking about that. We said a disciple is a learner and a follower. For me, I, I like the word follower better because as a learner, uh, 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 you think about, people think about a student scholastically, always learning, just learning, learning, learning. Uh, a student that would go to college when he's 18 and, 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 and at 38, he's still in college, learning, learning, learning. Now, there is a student, a professional student, just always learning. Amen? And, and, and this learner, he, he, he or she had spent all of mama and daddy's money, spent all of uncle's and auntie's money, and, and, and all of grandpa and grandma's money, learning, learning, learning. But they're not doing anything, you know. Well, they say, well, you know, uh, you, you, you don't know, really know what you really want to do, but you're spending all of this time going to school learning. For what? You're not helping your, your, your family. You're not helping your community. You're not helping your church. You ought to be a doer of the word. You, you up there in the dorm room, you just partying and you ain't thinking about nothing. You know you... You ain't asking God, God, what is my direction? Uh, which way should I go? Uh, you know, you're not seeking God on anything, you, but you're constantly learning. Just learning, learning. Amen? Well, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 4, 
describe these type of folks. It says, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Verse 5, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. For this sort, this sort of people, are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts. Verse 7, ever learning, ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Can I just take my time? Glory to God. Always learning, learning, learning. But they're not able to come to the knowledge of truth that makes free. But we know from our text, if you experience the truth, the truth makes you free. That's somebody that comes into the knowledge of the truth. How did they get them? They're not of the sort, silly, foolish, sin-laden, ever learning, and not getting it. But there are people who are disciples, doers. Those are the people who get it. You're learning but not doers. They're not doing anything. Is that okay? You're learning, but you're not doing anything. Is that okay? Glory to God. Is it your job in life to learn about the Lord, and that's all it is? All you do is just go around learning about God. I'm just learning, getting all this information. I ain't got nothing to help you with. I can't help my family, can't help my community, can't help the church. I'm just learning, getting a lot of information. Is that doing any good? Glory to God. Y'all stay with me. Thank you, Father. Go with me to Luke 6. Luke 6 is talking about the purpose of being a disciple. Now, we've already established just because you are a believer doesn't necessarily mean that you are a disciple. Huh? All right. Glory to God. 640, Luke 640 says, The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Let me say that, that again. But everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Now, I know some of y'all are talking about nobody perfect. Ain't nobody around here perfect. We're not talking about that type of perfect. You know, this perfect is what he's talking about is being complete. Being complete. So, why are we in training? What we're doing right now, we are in training. Amen? Our call is not just to believe on Jesus. Our call is to become just like him here and now in this life. 
You're not called just to believe on Jesus right now. But you're called to become just like Jesus, Joseph. That's what we're called to do, to become just like Jesus. Amen? Luke 6, 40, the Amplified says, A pupil is not superior to his teacher, but everyone, when he is completely trained, readjusted, restored, set to rights, and perfected will be like his teacher. Glory to God. Luke 6, 40, the English version says, a disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. That's why you and I should be disciples of the Lord, to be like him. That's why we ought to be disciples, so that we can be like him. How? You know, what, what was Jesus doing? He was going about uh, preaching the kingdom and, and healing the sick. That's what we should be about. Huh? Anybody in here ought to be able to go about and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We ought to be doing the same thing that Jesus was doing. We ought to be just like him if we are disciples. And I'm, not, I'm getting ahead of myself. And you're going to see this later on. I'm going to show you. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. But, but we ought to be just like Jesus. Do you know you have that same ability, each one of us? If you're born again, we have that same ability. You can do it. Amen. You got the same ability that Pastor Justin got. You don't have to be a, 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 a preacher or a pastor in order to be able to do these things that he, he's talking about doing, to be like him. You don't have to be that. Amen. Glory to God. Romans 8, 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn of many brethren. Ephesians 4, 13, the Amplified says, we should come to nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection. The New Living Translation says, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. The complete English version says, we will be completely like him. Do you believe that? Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah. That you can be completely like him. Yes. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. 1 John 3, 2. I'm establishing now in the mouth of two, three, four, five witnesses. Beloved, now, are we the sons of God? When? Now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. Huh? But we know that when, we, when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Amen. Glory to God. First John 4, uh, 4, 17. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the days of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. World? When? In this world. Amen? Is it possible to think like him? Is it possible to believe like him? Minister like him? Obey like him? 
please the Father every day like him. Is it possible? It's why we're being trained. Amen. Pastor up here teaching us every week. Being trained. We're being trained. That's why Jesus left so that other disciples can train others. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Now, Jesus called the 12 disciples. He also called the 70. There, are, there were lots more than disciples than that, though, you know, with that not even mentioned. Jesus trained these disciples night and day. The Bible says when he was with them privately, he expounded personally and privately to them what he had been teaching publicly. People say, why don't the Lord tell me to do anything? Would you do it? Would you do it? He knows if you would or not. If you're scared or don't have enough faith or you're unwilling or it imposes too much on your life or your schedule. He already know. I don't say, well, I, I really ain't got time. I, you know, I'm too busy. I got this. I, I just don't have the time. God knows that. Amen. The best thing is to be willing and ready. Glory to God. He trained them by precept and example. He demonstrated to them how to do things. He also corrected them also, didn't he? Now, some of them don't like this, that correcting part. Huh? See, as a disciple, you're going to be corrected sometime. Huh? Glory to God. We said we're going to be a disciple. We have to, be, have to take correction and plenty of it. Because how much change need to be done in you? To become just like him, a whole lot. I need a whole lot of change. You need a whole lot. And that's how much correction you need. Amen? Is rebuke fun? No. Is chastisement fun? No. But the Lord chastises those who he loves. So why is it when the pastors say something that and get on us, we get all upset and the first thing we want to do is run? Not going back to that church. He don't know who we messing with. I ain't got to take that. Huh? I'm talking about a disciple. A disciple know how to take chastisement. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to, uh, well, let me say this. The reason why uh, is because the reason why God chastises us is because God don't want to leave us in an unchristlike state. Huh? That's why he chastises us. Amen? Go with me to Luke 9. He's teaching them and 
training them. He's demonstrating how to do things and correcting them night and day. Why? For what reason? Why is he training them? Well, we know Luke 640 tells us why. So they can be like him. What does that mean, to be like him, to do what he's doing? Huh? To be like him means to do what he's doing. Luke 9 and 1 says, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. Watch this. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Say this with me. He sent them. Say it again. He sent them. What did he do? He sent them. Amen. Is he sending you today? Huh? Are you a disciple? Well, he's sending you too. What have he told you to do that you didn't do? Huh? Just think on that. Glory to God. What, what had he been doing was preaching the kingdom and healing the sick. Now he's sending them to do the same thing. And when I think about this, when I read that, I say, he's talking to me too. This applies to me too right now. Huh? He's sending me right now to preach the kingdom and heal the sick. And I just, Lord, just give me this, but I, I, it, I, ain't, I don't have this in my notes, but Saturday morning I got a phone call from my cousin, Pastor. And she told me, she said, Vic said, uh, Mama in the hospital and said, I don't understand why she want me to call you. Say, you the first one she said call. Say, she was fumbling through the papers, and I asked her, what you doing, mama? And she said, I'm looking for Vic number. I want to let him know I'm in the hospital. When she told me that, something quickened in my spirit, and I heard this. Is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church, and they shall pray the prayer of faith over you, and they... And, 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 and the Lord shall raise him up. I heard that in my spirit. And I told her, I said, well, where's she at? She told me, I said, okay, I'll be out there to see her. Now, I'm talking about being sent. We're talking about becoming a disciple of Jesus. And, and what I'm talking about, being sent, sent ones. I really didn't want to go, but I heard in my spirit you need to go to the hospital. I said, well, tell her I'll be out there. When I got there, she was really sick. She was really sick. And uh, she was bent over in the bed, and I went in, and I'm going to give you a short story. I prayed for her right then. I left. Come back the next day when I walked in, she was in the bed. Now, instead of being laying down, she's sitting up in the bed reading the menu. <laughs> Glory to God. She's sitting up reading it. 96 years old, y'all. Stay with me. I walked in, and she's looking at me, smiling, Pastor. I said, how you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. I said, well, that's good. We sit there, and we talk. I'm, I'm speeding it up. I leave. 
come back the next day. She done got out of the bed, and now she's sitting in a chair. I go in and I say, how you feeling? Ain't it? She said, oh, I'm feeling good. Doctor said, I got to do a little uh, therapy, but I'll be getting out of here pretty soon. I said, ain't that prayer work, don't it? Oh, yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> prayer works, y'all. It's not me doing that, but it's him that's in me. I was obedient to do what God said do, and then because I was obedient, God raised her up. Amen? Where have God sent you, and you say, well, God, I can't do that. I'm not the pastor, or I'm not the apostle. I'm not the uh, prophet, the evangelist. I'm not even a teacher, Lord, and you want me to go do that? Woo, glory to God. You don't have to be. All you have to be is a disciple to do what he called you to do. Am I talking to anybody? Glory to God. Now, how how are they going to be able to do this? They've been in training for years, talking about these disciples. They have been watching watching Jesus, and Jesus trained them. And when he was when when he was gone, they trained others, who trained others. The training was so effective that right after Jesus left, God used Peter and John to raise up the lame man at the gate. Beautiful, sound like something Jesus would do. Rise up, take up thy bed and walk. Remember that. This was the, the, the disciples that did that. Amen? The Bible says that the unbelievers took note of them that they had been with Jesus. And, and, and you know, I, 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 I'm not trying to lift me up, but what I'm saying is, I think about my auntie, 96 years old. She sees something in me that she said, if Vic come and pray for me, I know that God's going to do something. She sees something. Whenever she gets sick, she she says, get in touch with Vic, call Vic, because she know I'm going to pray with her. She don't get to go to church much, so I take the church to her. And I have her laughing and everything, and I'm preaching to her, and I'm, and I'm teaching her. 96 years old. I'm teaching her. Ain't it this what the words say about your healing? Do you believe it? Yeah, I believe it. And I read it for her. And boy, she'll get happy, and then she'll start clapping. Me and her by herself. I say, Ain't it, you know we have in church now? She said, yeah. I said, well, the Bible says what two or three gathered in my name. He said, I'll be in the midst. I said, it's me and you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I said, that's five of us. I said, we had, and boy, she just light up, and she just go to laughing. What? We, we all have a mission. To Your mission might be here tonight. Go on the other side of the room and just sit by somebody. Give them a hug. Tell them that I love them or something. What is God telling you? Everybody is not called to stand behind the pulpit, but everybody have a mission that is a disciple. Huh? If you are a disciple, you have a mission. Are you willing and ready to do what he called you to do? 
Amen. Now, I want to talk about, uh, you know, I, I hear people always talking about missionaries and missions. And, but if you really, if you look in the Bible, you're not going to find the word mission or missionary. Nowhere in the Bible will you find that. And I was studying, and I found out where it come from. Amen? The word apostle means sent. Sent one. So you could say uh, sent on a mission. See, this is where that word mission or missionary come from. The apostle, which means sent one, also means delegate. It means commissioner of Christ, ambassador for Christ. Second Corinthians 5 talks about we're ambassadors for him. We're training to be sent on missions. Amen? Now, you have small missions. You have large missions. You know, some of us say, well, I'm going to go on a mission to Africa. I'm going to go on a mission to here. Uh, uh, I'm going to go on a mission. Uh, uh, I got a mission to sow a thousand dollars or a million dollars. What is your mission? Whatever, whatever God calls you to do, just do it. Huh? Just do whatever it is that God calls you to do. It, it may be somebody in here, God say, well, get that person a $5 gift card. If that's your mission, then do it. And somebody may say, give them $1,000. That's your mission. Do it. You don't have to be the pastor to have a mission. Amen. Y'all didn't hear that. You don't have to be the pastor in order to have a mission from God. Amen. Now, you know, Jesus referred to this constantly, that he was sent by the Father. He said it over and over again. In fact, he said, said it probably some 40 plus times in four gospel accounts that he was sent by the Father. It must be important. Amen. John 17, 21. He said that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. John 17, 23. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and thou hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Verse 25, these have known that thou hast sent me. Uh, John 6, 38, for I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. Come on now. Y'all seeing this? He was sent. So if he was sent, that let me know that he left and, and he, he trained other disciples to send out others. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Was he sent on a mission? Yes, he was. He knew what he was not sent to do, didn't he? He said, I'm not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Do you know what you're sent to do? Or do you know what you're not sent to do? 
Huh? We need to know what the Lord sent us to do. We need to hear from him, and then we need to do what he sent us to do. Don't do anything without hearing from him. Because when you hear from him, everything going to come out all right. As I was doing this study, and I was, I was thinking about uh, Pastor Justin, he sent me out to a church to, to preach. And, uh, you know, all kind of things going through my mind, but it's just like in the name of Jesus. When he sent me, if they receive me, they receive him. If they don't receive me, they're not receiving him. It's the same thing when you use in the name of Jesus. You better know that Jesus told you to do something when you use that name. Amen? The same, the same thing. Glory to God. Now, a mission is something he guides you to do. And a perfect example of a disciple who was mission ready, mission capable, huh? Because he had been trained. He had been prepared. Go with me to Acts 9 and 1. Acts 9 and 1. I'm just taking my time, and I want y'all to get this. God is good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Then he called his 12 disciples together. Who? Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them. And he sent them. Glory to God to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. In Luke 10, the 12 and the 70 went out to do what they had been trained to do. Jesus said this in Luke 10, 16. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despises you, despises me. And he that despises me, despises him that sent me. Say sent me. Is that true? Verse 17. He says, and the 70 returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us. How? In your name. Huh? Come on. Guess what? The devils are subject to you in Jesus' name. But you have to know this. That's why we have these series and teachings. So the pastor teaching us, we got to get it. And we got to, I, I say practice doing it. I, I practice it. I get this word and I just practice doing what he said. Glory to God. Verse 18. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Verse 19, behold, I give unto you power to tread, tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, by, shall, nothing shall by any means hurt you. 
Glory to God. He's given us the power. Huh? To tread on. Tread means to trample or to walk over. This is what you're doing. Put him under your feet. Put him under your feet. Walk on him. Jesus said, I've given you power to tread on him. You got the ability. We're not supposed to be afraid of him. He said, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. The master said that. And if he's for you, he's more than the world against you. So if I got him on my side, I'm not, I'm not afraid of nothing. You, you know, when you got your back up, like, well, bring it on. You know, you got some, we got some back up, y'all. Glory to God. Let's go to Acts 9, the perfect example of a disciple who was mission ready, mission capable, because he had been trained and prepared. Acts 9, 10. And there was a certain disciple, mm, a learner, a follower, at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. So when he called you, what are you supposed to say? I'm here, Lord. Huh? Come on now. When, when he called you, what you supposed to say? Come on, talk to me. What you supposed to say? That's what I'm talking about. I'm here, Lord. Be just like Ananias. He heard the Lord call him. Now, I think that I'm here, Lord, involves availability and readiness. Amen. Why did he give this to Ananias instead of one of the thousands of believers that were in the town? He was ready. He was willing. There's no need the Lord telling you something and you're not ready. Can disciples who are not pastors and I've already said, give y'all the answer. Who are not teachers, they're not apostles, they're not an evangelist, not an apostle, a prophet. Can they have visions? Yes, they can. Glory to God. Can they hear things from God? Can they be sent on a mission? Yes. It's supposed to be a common thing. It's supposed to be a common thing, y'all. Huh? Glory to God. Verse 11. And the Lord said unto him, Arise. Get up. Now, now I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing this. I don't know if he was in bed or just what time of the day it was, but I said, Get up. Put on your clothes. Put on some shoes. And go into a street which is called straight, word of knowledge. Told him where to go, word of knowledge. Huh? A mission from God. You're not a preacher. What's the difference does that make? All you have to do to qualify for this is be a disciple. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Father. How many think God's been training this man? 
Obviously, he know how, how to hear from God. Where did he learn that? He's got a willing heart. We know he's got some faith. From the way he responded, where did he get that? He's been in training. Ananias, he was ready. He was mission ready, and he was mission capable. He said, get up, go to the street, call straight. That's word of knowledge. And then he said, and ask in the house of Judas, word of knowledge, for one called Saul, word of knowledge, of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. How did he know? He was praying. Another word of knowledge. Glory to God. Verse 12. And, and has seen in a vision a man named Ananias, that would be you, coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, now watch this. This is what a lot of us do. I have heard by many of this man how much evil he did. Now, now I'm paraphrasing. Lord, uh, I, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't hear about this man. He killed a lot of Christians just like me. And you want me to go down to his house? See? But because he was a disciple of God, come on now, he was a soldier, trained, had that boldness, ready to go. He was trained. He was ready to go. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Just like an Olympic athlete, like a soldier that's being trained. That's the way we're supposed to be. Ready to go. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Verse 12, he had seen in a vision a man named Ananias that would, I said that would be you, and uh, putting, putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to thy saints at Jerusalem. Are you sure? Now, I, I just put this, are you sure? This is bad, man. He kills people like me. This is what Ananias saying. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on your name. Now, now, Ananias is a Christian. And he's saying, wait a minute. Now, this man, he got authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on your name. And you want me to go up in there? You know, come on, in the natural the man was kind of afraid in the natural. Come on. Amen. But the Lord said unto him, go. Oh, man, he, Lord said, go. He got like that soldier. He got on his gear, and he said, Lord, you said go, I'm going. And he walked right up there, and look what he did. Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me 
to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house. Now look, when he got there, I can imagine Ananias, he go there and he knock on the door. Boom, 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 boom. They come to the door. Who is it? The Lord sent me. Is, is Saul here? Yeah, yeah, he here. Can I talk to him? Come on in. And he go on in. And look what he tell him. Look what he tells him next. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul. Now he was afraid, but the Lord told him, I've chosen him. He go in the house. Now he said, call him Brother Saul. Brother Saul. You know, this is that Christian. You know? Well, what did he do when he did that? He said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto you in the way as, as I came, has sent me. Say, sent me. Glory to God, that thou might receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Now, now, now Jesus quoted repeatedly in Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty and to the captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound. Glory to God. John 20, 21. Then said Jesus to them, peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so I send you. What's that for? To give us the ability to make us capable, mission capable. The Bible say that Ananias walked right on in there, put his hand right on this Christian killer, boldly, you have, to, you have to be like a highly trained soldier. No matter what you, your head is telling you or no matter what people think, I do what I'm told. He walked right in there and said, the Lord Jesus that you just saw that appeared to you the same Jesus sent me over here tonight and I'm supposed to pray for you and you're to receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. This, this, is, this is a disciple that's mission ready. Amen? John 21, uh, 22. And when he had said this, he breathed on, him, on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And he received the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. Sent on a mission. Sent on a mission. Now after this, we're talking about Ananias who was a disciple. Now after he did what Jesus told him to do, you hear nothing else about him. He go back home, go back to sleep or whatever, and you don't hear nothing else about him. Are you willing to do what he tell you to do? Huh? Are you willing to go where he tell you to go? Are you mission ready? We being taught the word. 
Huh? He's in us. Amen. We got the ability. All we got to do is act on it. Act on what we're being taught. If you really believe this, do what he say. Be a doer, not just a learner. Just someone just going around learning, just learning, learning, learning. For what? To say that you got all these smart, this smart, I'm, I'm really smart. I know a lot, you know. So what? So what? Jesus wants you to be a doer of the word. Don't just continually learning and learning and learning. Be a doer of the word. Amen? Did y'all receive anything from this tonight? Well, glory to God. Thank you. Uh, and, and I just pray to God that I, I said something that might help y'all. You got to be mission ready. You're called by God. Amen? When you were born, you had a calling on your life. You know? And so... That's one thing I, I, I like about this church, the word going forth here. Pastor, if they're not getting it, it's not that the word ain't being taught. It's being taught. We got to act on it. Every week, we go back and you can listen to these messages. And I mean, pastor is a dynamic teacher. I mean, we, we're getting the word. We're blessed to be able to sit up under this type of teaching. Amen. I mean, we're blessed to be, I mean, y'all ought to be honored to have somebody like this because we are a blessing. Give him some love. Yeah. I thank God every day because before I got here, my mind was all screwed up and I thought I was saved. I probably was saved. I, I, I was saved. You know, I, I confess the Lord, but a lot of stuff I know now, uh, Mother Betty, I, I didn't know. I'm being taught. I thank God for the truth. The truth has set me free. How many of you want to be set free today? Is anybody in here want to be set free? Well, this word right here called the Bible is the truth. And it will set you free. Glory to God. I, I'm, that's all. Thank you all so much for having me. God bless you.